This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program. UFO warning. Today's topic, deep state UFO coup. That's correct, deep state UFO coup. It appears that just as a lot of people were expecting the Defense Department, i.e. the deep state, to start divulging some information about the UFO phenomena, UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call them, it seems like just when a lot of people thought we were taking that step, after those Senate subcommittee hearings where Marco Rubio uh, ordered them, ordered the Defense Department to begin to prepare biannual reports talking about UFOs and what they'd uncovered, well, in the midst of all that hopefulness, it seems as though there may be a reason to doubt that we're about to get disclosure from the U.S. government the deep state, any of these guys. And I refer to a tweet by theblackvault.com. Now you can go over to the Twitter account, UFO Warning. You can also get there by going to at Warning Sub UFO. While you're there, do a follow back. And I retweeted the first tweet that we're talking about here from theblackvault.com. And it's, uh, has, it says simply, Monday it is. So I'm assuming they're going to break a story on Monday. And then it says, hashtag UFO UFO Twitter, hashtag UFOs, hashtag AATIP, that's ATIP, and hashtag Black Vault, hashtag FOIA. Now that last hashtag is important, and we'll get to that in just a minute. And then it has a picture of a Navy fighter here, and it says the fringe. And then it says evidence of U.S. Navy involvement in UFO program may have been destroyed. That's correct. Evidence of U.S. Navy involvement in UFO program may have been destroyed. Wow. Just when you think that they're coming clean... Now, I have to wonder if this is not in regard to Louis Elizondo and the former ATIP program, A-A-T-I-P. Remember, when this whole thing first came out a couple years ago, three years ago, I guess, with the three Navy cockpit videos showing the UFOs, uh, Louis Elizondo uh, alleged that he had been in charge of this program, and he, you know, he, of course, he had reason to know that these videos were, were legitimate, and... Uh, the military industrial complex, uh, they kind of came after, they kind of came after Louis. They just said, basically just came out and called him a liar. And then as time went on, we found out that he wasn't lying. He was actually telling the truth. And the whole thing just seemed like it was, uh, it was just, it was just a conspiracy to delegitimize what Elizondo was saying. And however you feel about the guy, he wasn't he wasn't lying about his service to the country that's for sure and that all came out and that all came out in the wash but now it almost seems as though after we've had this shift uh, from UFO investigative task force it, it appears to have shifted from the navy and their department of intelligence over to the defense department which is a little scary in a way because you know there's been a lot of back and forth with President Trump in the last couple of months with some of his top generals coming out and just and just basically uh, dissing him in public uh, with his own uh, def- uh, Defense Department head uh, saying some things that a lot of people thought were uh, not the sort of things that the Defense Department head should say about his commander in chief. So there there's already this tension. 
going on in Washington, D.C., between what many people call the deep state, this, these lifetime employees of the Defense Department or the military or whatever, and the President of the United States. Now, you combine this with what's been going on with this UFO uh, investigative task force. You know, First, we were told that it didn't exist, and then when they were found out, they found out that not only did it exist, but they had one, they've had task force going on before and after Elizondo. So a lot of people said, well, why should we believe you? You know, some people came out and accused the DOD of flat-out lying. And then other people came out and said, well, they weren't actually lying because the people that said this really didn't have knowledge. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're, we're talking about um, clear facts here, provable facts. Elizondo said that he ran ATIP. Uh, a lot of these guys came out and said they didn't know Elizondo. They threw him under the bus. And then it turned out that he wasn't lying. So, however you feel about the guy, he doesn't deserve to have his reputation destroyed over a bunch of falsehoods. Now, that being said, I bring this up because George Knapp... Now, this came out... This was released a couple, three hours ago, the Black Vault tweet. Once again, it says, Evidence of U.S. Navy involvement in UFO program may have been destroyed. It's pretty serious. We're talking about destroying evidence. Now, it's bad enough that the Navy uh, gave, somebody in the Navy at least, gave these three cockpit videos, you know, the, uh, the Go Fast, Gimbal, and Fleer, I think, gave those to the New York Times. And then in turn, Elizondo ended up with those videos, which he published. And then those videos later were, uh, it was clarified by the, by the DOD that those things were real. It's bad enough that they weren't able to control the chain of custody with this UFO evidence, now it appears as though they may have destroyed evidence. Personally, I don't think they destroyed it. I think it would be a lot more likely that it's hidden somewhere. Kind of like Hillary's emails. I don't know. I'm starting to see a pattern here. And it's not a good pattern. It's a pattern of deception. I guess we'll have to wait till Monday to find out what the Black Vault knows. But it looks like it's going to probably be some big news because I also have some tweets here I retweeted from George Knapp. And like I said, you can go to the Twitter site UFO Warning. Of course, you can get there by going to at Warning Sub UFO. Do a follow back. It says, George Knapp says, and this was tweeted two days ago, just when you think the Pentagon's public affairs and FOIA offices may have entered a new era of truth-telling and transparency, they circle back around to take another cheap shot at Louis Elizondo at Lou Elizondo and ATIP. Watch. Now, the, I have three, I have three tw- uh, uh, tweets here from George. And because of the way that I retweeted them, I'm going to read the bottom one first. Because that was actually the first tweet that George made. Just when you think the Pentagon's public affairs and FOIA offices may have entered a new era of truth-telling and transparency, they circle back around to take another cheap pot shot at Lou Elizondo and ATIP. Watch. Well, first off, I don't think they've ever entered a new uh, era of truth-telling and transparency. I mean, you have the same players that have been there. Look at Dr. Fauci. He's been there for, what, 48 years? Something like that? 42 years? I mean, these people get in these jobs, and they either stay there for life, or they stay there for years and years, and then they and then they migrate through that revolving door into some other uh, defense department contractor, work there a while, then come back through the door again. It's a revolving door. So these people never leave the deep state paradigm. They're just there permanently. So for the, to say that they had somehow 
you know, had an epiphany and decided to start telling the truth and be transparent. Well, why would that even be in their interest? I think he's operating from a really, I'm sorry to say, I guess you could call it hopeful, I would say naive. And considering all the stories that George Knapp has broken over the years, you know, I think he's being a little too hopeful here. Uh, all respect to George. Now, this says the second tweet from George. Sorry, I do not have details. Heard from a DC contact that some sort of statement is coming from the from DOD. Don't know from whom. Oldies but goodies about how ATIP wasn't a UFO program and Elizondo wasn't part of it. Is DOD trying to sabotage its own credibility? Well, I don't think DOD is trying to sabotage its own credibility. The way I see it is this thing is so big and so compartmentalized that the cat got out of the bag. Louis being the cat. You know, they got these videos out somehow. The one had been created in 2004, and the other two, what, in 2015, then 2017, Elizondo releases them with the help of New York Times through the Academy of the Stars. And it's just too big. And now, I've watched some of Elizondo's stuff on the History Channel. I, I find it to be pretty entertaining. And, uh, you know, I've been pretty critical of him and DeLong and their group as far as them getting this unrestricted access to these videos three years before anybody else did. And I don't really trust them on everything, you know, especially with the DOD contracts. And, and some of the comments about Tom has made, and he comes off as being kind of arrogant. You're talking to him about certain UFO situations and him saying, well, that's not open for discussion now, that kind of stuff. But just talking about Louis Elizondo, personally, I find the stuff that he that he's a part of or he creates or whatever on that I've seen on the History Channel and whatnot, I find it to be interesting. I find a lot of it to be credible. And I, I find it to be incredibly engaging. Now, that's with or without him having been the former head of ATEP. I would almost have more uh, trust and respect for Louis if he'd never been involved with the government. So this is a case, you know, of this heavy-handedness that we see from the from the deep state all the time. It's almost as like they're angry with Louis because somehow he put the paradigm out there. He changed. I mean, he put he changed the narrative a little. He just puts he put a little bit of truth out there, and then the paradigm took on its own its own uh, being. The narrative took on took on its own narrative, and I think these guys are angry because they've been trying to control the narrative for so long. And I really believe that them allowing uh, Louis to get a hold of these videos and stuff and release it publicly was their way of trying to convince everybody that these things are, are a threat. I think some of them are a threat, but I'm not sure that all of them are. And secondly, anytime the d deep state tells me something, I have to really double, triple, quadruple look at it before I believe it. So what I'm seeing happening right here, right now, is the Black Vault apparently has got back some documents that they've obtained through FOIA, and in those documents, perhaps, the Department of Defense is once again throwing Louis Elizondo under the bus. And you have to ask yourself, how many times can they throw a man under the bus and have him still survive? I would be a little concerned myself if I was Louis, because sometimes these guys, they can get pretty dark. And I wonder if somehow this thing has gotten a little bigger than they thought it would. Or maybe he's done or said some little thing to anger them. But you know what they say, first they destroy your character, then they destroy you. So if I was Louis, I mean, I don't know. I, I would be really, 
really concerned about this situation. Now, I think most of the people across the country don't follow this stuff close enough to really be aware of all the minutia, all the little details. I think most people that follow the UFO um, situation, the UFO culture, uh, are aware of who Louis Elizondo is. Uh, they have some notion of the fact that he was in charge of this uh, government UFO investigative deal. I think that he comes across as a fairly likable guy on camera. All right. And I think they enjoy the product that he's putting out there. And I almost, I have to wonder personally if he's not being too effective. If they're not starting, and maybe they've run these scenarios to their supercomputers and they realize that the average person out there believes Elizondo and the people that he has on his show and they don't believe the government. Maybe they realize that the cat's gotten out of the bag. And I'm concerned for Louie that they're going to try to go out there and just destroy him somehow to make him so unlikable that people won't believe what he's saying. And, and honestly, I don't think he deserves that. So I'm a little bit... My spidey senses are enlightened just a little bit. You know, I'm not sure how he's crossed these people up, but they really seem to be out to uh, discredit him. And, you know, when you got these kind of people trying to discredit you, you could have a serious problem. Now, it goes on here, and George has another tweet. He says, <clears throat> Okay, it won't be a statement. DOD sent detailed response to a FOIA request. I'm referring to the person who submitted the request to share the info with the public. Wow, that's interesting. I'll read it one more time. Okay, it won't be a statement. Well, no, I don't think that... I don't think the Department of Defense wants to come out there and just trash Louie. Because they kind of did the last time. Kind of, I thought. And then Louie's just like, no, here's the paperwork, man. I, I was in charge of this deal. And then some other people came forward like, yeah, yeah, we, we all worked together. Now, it wasn't like a $200 million a year outfit, but it was just a little task force. And so then people were like, well, why are you lying about this guy for? What's the, what would you even care so see, that's why there's not going to be a statement. Now, they're going to release documents, and apparently the documents aren't really getting the job done effectively because it sounds like some people have said them, and they're just like, yeah, they're going to trash him on paper, but they're not going to, they're not going to come out and make a, a statement. We're going back to this notion of directed speech. They want to talk down to you. You don't get asked questions in this classroom. They just tell you what it is. So that's why sometimes we're forced to read between the lines. When we get a piece of paper and half the lines are blacked out, well, then we have to read between the lines. And you got to wonder, man, what are they going to say about poor Louie here Monday if the Black Vault releases those documents? And i got to wonder, it sounds like, and I'm making an inference, I'm making an assumption here, I know it's not supposed to be something you do, but, you know, it looks, when you, when you compare these tweets between George Knapp and then the Black Vault, a couple days later, it looks like, to me, I'm going to make an assumption that the Black Vault has got some FOIA paperwork back and the DOD is trash-talking Louie again. That's what I'm looking at. But then at the same time, I have to wonder what's going on because the Black Vault, he ain't swallowing it. What's his headline? Evidence of U.S. Navy involvement in UFO program may have been destroyed. You see, it looks like, to me, and I'm going to, make, I'm going to go out on a limb here, it looks to me like the deep state is coming out one more time and just trying to throw old Louie under that bus. But in the meantime, what they did was possibly they've revealed that they've destroyed or hidden UFO evidence that we were supposed to get a look at. You see, every time they make an aggressive move towards somebody 
who's trying to tell the truth that comes back to bite him. That's what you have to remember about the situation. If you're on the side of truth, eventually you'll win because you can't tell enough lies to cover up a lie. And the truth is, Louis worked for these guys. I mean, he showed that. So if they're planning on coming back out and trying to discredit these guys again, I don't get it. Why would you try to discredit somebody a second time when the first time didn't work? And to beat that, it sounds like they may have been caught destroying evidence. Wow. It's pretty serious stuff. Okay, so like I said last week, okay, it won't be a statement. DOD sent a detailed response to a FOIA request. I am deferring to the person who submitted the request to share the info with the public. So it looks like that may be that may be on the way to happening. Now I had a couple other things here I want to look at real quick. And I'm gonna to have to go to my my Twitter to find this. Before I get to Louis Elizondo, and I got a couple things I want to point out on him. I want to put this in the context of something that happened last week that was really strange. We're talking about this deep state coup. This deep state UFO coup, which it appears that Elizondo may be a victim of. That's some pretty scary stuff. Put that in the context of what else is going on. I mentioned earlier in the podcast how many of Trump's generals, even his own head of the Department of Defense, Mark Esper, seem to have really dissed him at, at several points in times, where, where a lot of people thought, boy, these guys are going to get fired. It seems like there's, it's, it's basically an insurrection against the commander-in-chief at times. And a lot of people, myself included, see this as a conflict between the duly elected president and the deep state. Or some people even see it as a conflict between the deep state and QAnon. Now, I know QAnon, I haven't really been a big fan of it because it's all done anonymously. But when things like this happen, it kind of gets my cackles up a little bit. i got to wonder what's happening. And this comes from the APnews.com. It says AP Morning News Wire. Let's see if we can get this. One second here. got to bring this up. And we had a situation occur with President Trump and a comment he made on QAnon. It says, after Trump, after Trump prays, Pence decries QAnon's conspiracy theory by Meg Kennard. Came out yesterday. Vice President Mike Pence is dismissing QAnon as a conspiracy theory, drawing a line of distinction between himself and President Donald Trump, who earlier this week suggested he appreciated supporters of the theory backing his candidacy. We dismiss conspiracy theories around here out of hand, Pence said on Friday on CNN's New Day, saying he had heard Trump's comments and subsequently subsequently decrying the media that chases after shiny objects. Well, that does not give me a feeling of uh, butterflies and hopefulness. You know, Pence has done a couple things that have really raised my suspicions. Like a couple times, I think a year or two ago when Trump was talking about uh, NATO not paying their bills and how, you know, we could pull out of there. And Trent's, Pence ran right in and said, oh, no, 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 we got to support NATO. And now, you know, this is his boss. Why does he even feel the need to talk about it? And why does he feel the need to go on CNN of all stations and talk about it? You can watch CNN for five minutes and they blatantly hate Trump. So why is Pence going on people who are clearly an enemy of the president 
and accusing this whole QAnon thing of being a conspiracy theory, a shiny object. We don't believe in this. We don't believe in that. Why? Why would he care? Unless maybe they're getting close to the truth. It says added on CBS. Ask on CBS. CBS this morning if he was inflaming attention on the group by not going on the record to oppose it. Pence decried spending time on a major network to talk about some conspiracy online theory. Later adding, I don't know anything about QAnon, and I dismiss it out of hand. QAnon has ricocheted around the darker corners of the Internet since late 2017, but it has been creeping into mainstream politics more and more. The baseless theory centers on alleged anonymous high-ranking government officials known as Q. Well, of course, you've got some you know, excellent reporting there from the AP. You can make up your own mind about Q. Some of the things I can appreciate, some of the things I don't know. Um, the fact is, when the deep state, when these big-time players come out so hard against something, where I haven't seen anything racist or uh, bad come out of their mouths, why do they feel the need to disassociate themselves or disavow QAnon? It's almost like they're just wiping the playing field clean they're cleaning the table off, getting ready to set the table where they are in control of all the information. The last thing in the whole world that the deep state wants is some jughead inside there passing out little bits and pieces of the truth, QAnon online, or even the notion that. Because if enough people believe that QAnon is real, and I personally don't even know, but if enough people believe that they're getting bits and pieces of the truth, that could challenge the deep state narrative to pretty much anything. And the last thing they want is a challenge. Now this article here is from, this is a short little snapshot of Louis Elizondo. It's from the history.com. It says, Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. Now that's the, sh the, the show that Louis Elizondo does. All right. And like I said, I watched a few of them. Very interesting. We talk about some of the subjects here they talk about. And... I think that they are adding value uh, to the discussion. At the same time, I think that they could be challenging the narrative of the deep, of the deep state. And that's why I'm very interested, uh, based on these tweets that George Knapp has put out, specifically naming Elizondo, and based on uh, how that correlates with the tweet put out by theblackvault.com, that maybe Louis not being targeted again by the deep state for character assassination, in order to just delegitimize him, discredit him. That's what I'm. That's what I'm seeing on the horizon. It says Louis Elizondo. Louis Lou Elizondo is a former director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program (ATTIP), the secretive Pentagon unit that studied UFOs. As a senior counterintelligence officer for the Department of Defense. He operated through Afghanistan, the Middle East, and Latin America. He's trained a special. He's he's a trained special agent who has led countless tactical and strategic missions, both during wartime and times of peace. He also conducted sensitive source operations against some of America's toughest adversaries. Lou is the team's lead field investigator, continuing in the civilian world the work he did inside the Pentagon's AATIP program. Now, I notice they've got the acronym for ATIP spelled differently here twice. First, they spell it as A-T-T-I-P, 
And secondly, they've spelled it as A-A-T-I-P. Anyway, it's just a short little uh, blurb there. And, of course, there's links to the... Uh, to some of to some of the uh, to some of to some of the uh, shows that he's done. Now I want to look at one last little article I caught on time here. I caught before it ran out of time. And because we're talking about this whole ATIP thing, we're talking about the UFO investigative task force being shifted from the Navy to the Defense Department, with the possibility that in the middle of that shift somehow, or before or after that shift. That UFO evidence was destroyed by the Navy. That's what seems to be suggested by the Black Vault tweet. With all this transition going on, with all these people so happy that they're going to renew this uh, U- this UFO threat investigation, I think we should. It's, incumb- it's incumbent on us to take a look at what's going on here. This is from Space.com. It says, "What does the Pentagon's new UFO task force mean?" Experts weigh in by Leonard David. This is published four days ago, it says. And it says, uh, here's a little perspective on the much-hyped news. If you're a fan of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, and alien visitation, this is a this is manna from heaven. Three videos showing U.S. Navy pilots encountering mysterious, fast-moving objects emerged in 2017 and 2018. The videos were made public due to reporting by the New York Times and efforts by the To The Stars Academy, a research development and media center for cutting-edge science and technology. Well, they left out some important information there. They left out the fact that those three videos were made public because they mysteriously ended up out of the hands of the Navy into the hands of the New York Times. And instead of the Times publishing them, the publishing those videos themselves, they gave those videos to Louis Elizondo. So this article is completely uh, just poo-pooing the chain of custody. They're, they are ignoring the biggest part of this story, other than the UFO fact. They're ignoring how these UFO videos got from the cockpit to YouTube. And they're really doing their readers a disservice, in my opinion. Just my humble opinion. It says, one of the UAP videos, now see, now they're calling them UAP. Now we know that these were objects because they had radar pings. So they're using these two acronyms, UAP versus UFO, and they're switching them around. When in all reality, we're probably talking about two completely different things. As we said before in this podcast, objects versus phenomena, ships versus ghosts. That's kind of the way I see it. One of the UAP videos was taken in November 2004, and the other two were shot in January 2015. All were captured by Navy F-A-18 Super Hornet jets with pilots utilizing forward-looking infrared technology. That's FLIR. Hardware that detects heat and creates images. The three released UAP videos are called Gimbal, GoFast, and FLIR-1, also known as Tic Tac. Last week, the U.S. Department of Defense announced the creation of a task force to analyze and understand the nature and origins of UAPs. The Department of the Navy, under the cognizance of the Office of Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, will lead the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. Now, this is where things get murky. Now we're being told that the Department of Navy will lead this under the auspices of the DOT. 
But yet we have the tweet from theblackvault.com insinuating that the Department of Navy has destroyed UFO evidence. It almost seems as if they're going to be using Elizondo as a distraction, because maybe or maybe maybe they did or didn't destroy evidence, but we know they certainly moved it around outside the chain of command. The mission of UAPTF is to detect, analyze, and catalog UAPs that could potentially pose a threat to U.S. national security, DOD officials said in a brief statement released on August 14th. But before you set up greeting signs and start tossing out welcome mats for the incoming aliens, a little perspective and context are in order. I asked some UFO specialists what they thought of the newly announced task force. The formation of a task force on UFOs is another welcome development in the recent renewed interest and tension of these reports by government agencies and political actors, said Mark Rota. Rodegar, President and Scientific Director of the Allen Hynek Center for UFO Studies in Chicago. Without further details, it is impossible to judge how well positioned the task force will be to seriously investigate reports, Roy Gallers added, but I remain cautiously optimistic for now. Rodiger said he understands the need for secrecy. However, I would hope that as much information as possible is released to the public so we can all be informed on this potentially world-shattering subject, he told Insider. He told Outerspace.com. I have no doubt that the military intelligence services around the world have always been interested in UFO reports, whether or not a real, unexplainable phenomenon is being is behind a few of them. That's the view of Jim Orberg, a noted space journalist historian and a debunker of a slew of UFO sightings. He's admitted lifelong space nut, blah, blah, blah. We don't really care about him. And now it says there are many non-extraterrestrial reasons why the Defense Department is interested. And they go on here and talk about uh, you know, just some of the basic nuts and bolts of why the Defense Department would be interested in UFOs. Look, I think a lot of things are brewing right now. And there's, if you have an interest in UFOs, it's fun to keep up on this stuff. And you can really, when you begin to understand who the players are, when you can begin to understand what the narrative is, then you start to see these conflicts emerge. Whether it's between QAnon supporters and, and and Trump versus the deep state, whether it's a military-industrial complex throwing Louis Elizondo under the bus, or whether it's the news media just not, not even asking the question of why the Navy gave those three videos to the New York Times and didn't and didn't go ahead and publish those through normal means. When you look at this stuff a little closer, you see that some of the biggest questions that should be asked aren't being asked. Like, why was the chain of custody of this UFO evidence not not followed? That would tell us that would tell us a lot. If they would just tell us why did you give these videos and who gave these videos to the New York Times to pass on to Elizondo. That question has never been asked by mainstream media as far as I know. And now and now after they've used this guy up, it looks as though they're coming back to try to discredit him even more, even though Throughout this whole thing, he's produced a lot of really good content as far as, you know, furthering the discussion on UFOs. So right now we can see this. Overall, what we see here is a really serious embedded conflict, and that's between the deep state powers that be and anybody. doesn't matter if it's QAnon, doesn't matter if it's Louis Elizondo, doesn't matter if it's President Trump. It's a conflict between 
this forces of the deep state and anybody else who wants to contribute to the narrative of the UFO phenomena that doesn't exactly agree with what the deep state wants to put out there. All this stuff is totally fascinating. Stop by the Twitter account, UFO Warning. Check out the links. Read through this stuff. Decide for yourself. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.